0: It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. All right, and here we are, Sunday night, time for episode 201 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Brian, as always, fantastic to see you. How are you doing? uh, this Sunday night. Baseball is back.
1: Yes. baby, Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Hold on. Hold
0: on. <laughs> oh, Yankees. I was Yan- worried that you're pulling up your underwear. Yankees.
1: I am so ready. Baseball season is over. Football is done. Basketball winding down into the playoffs, but nobody cares. NHL hockey, nobody cares except for William Esquire, which means that this is the most exciting time of the year. Major League Baseball, Yankees off to a two and zero start. As we're recording this, the Yankees are taking on the the Boston Red Sox in Game Three of this opening season uh, series. Uh, and uh, yeah, Bring how it.
0: good would a would a sweep of the Red Sox be right at the beginning of the season? Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. Feels so good. The only thing that feels better, Brian, is a drink. Are we ready to 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 tip it off here? I think we are. All right. Drink of the week. Drink of the week. Salud.
1: Drink of the week.
0: drink of the week drink of the week drink of the week all right brian what did you bring to the table to drink this week
1: i brought a little something something Mm. a little something something from our good friends at lagunitas brewing company you know i'm all about those jersey beers even though i'm using a coney island glass but i love me a, a good jersey beer so lagunitas our friends down there I believe the Jersey Shore is where they're uh, based out of.
0: I believe you may be correct. Um
1: I made that up. I thought they were uh I thought they were Louisiana beer actually. Eh, we're going with Jersey this week. All right, let's get a fact check, please. Um a uh, Lagunita's Brewing Company, a little something something ale. Now, it's a truly unique style featuring a strong hop finish on a silky body. It's a hoppy pale wheat ale that is great for IPA fans, but so smooth that and fans will dig it too. It's 50% wheat, 50% barley, and 100% delicious hoppiness. Hints of bubblegum, pineapple, light cedar, and pine. Now, when I think of wanting to taste bubblegum and pineapple, the only after thing that could add to that trifecta is cedar and pine. Tons of tropical fruitiness, but none of the fruit. Coming in at a 7.5 ABV, Lagunitas from California.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, here we go. Down the chute. There you go. Uh, I often refer to your body as silky, too. So I guess you have that in common with the beer.
1: It's not really silky. I don't really... Uh, I'm no. not a big uh, fan of moisturizing. Understood. Understood. What do you think of the beer? I also, have a, lot of, I also have a lot of body hair.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's a given. Um,
1: it's pretty good. I wish I had
0: another one. Only, I've only got one of these. Just the one. All right. Well, maybe put that on your Christmas list. Maybe your birthday list.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Ron? Yes.
1: What are you drinking this week? Uh,
0: so, this week, one, I think I've brought this before because this is kind of a staple in my house as we get into the warmer weather. Uh, Dogfish Head Sequench Ale. This is their session sour. Uh, it is uh, blissfully brewed with lime juice, uh, lime peel, black limes, and sea salt. It clocks in at, I probably should have checked this beforehand, uh, just a 4.9%. So, easy drinking on a Sunday evening. uh, Very crushable, which we're getting back into the crushable beer season again. But just...
1: Mm. Look at that. That's a beautiful thing.
0: Just delicious, Brian. One of my Mm. favorite beers of Mm. all time. Always Mm. have it in the beer fridge.
1: Well, that makes me happy. Um, But... it's, I don't think that when you call what you have behind you is a beer fridge. What you have in your basement is uh, a shrine to uh, 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 to hops and barley. Is, what I, is the way it's I look state. at it. I mean, you've got at any given time over a hundred beers.
0: It's uh, it's it's well, I did prior to uh, to Friday night. It uh, it took a bit of a hit um, with with the crew that was over. Um, I know you were you were drinking with us for a little while uh, virtually. But, yes, yes, it's a, it a rough Friday night around here.
1: Uh, was it, OK? So was it rougher in your home or in mine?
0: No, oh, clearly in yours, without a doubt. You were drinking the whiskey and I think that was that's where you went wrong. Yeah. Well,
1: um, yeah. Well, anyway. I'm also on I'm also taking anti-anxiety medication. So that that causes the alcohol to really kind of like hit even harder. It's, it, it, it's some. I would say the combination is more like a, a George Foreman 1 2.
0: <laughs> yes, without a doubt. All right, Brian, let's keep things moving here. Uh, it's time for Beef of the Week.
1: Ron and Brian's Beef of the Week.
0: Brian, what's bothering you this week? the conservative
1: rights right. obsession currently with with uh Hunter Biden
0: okay tell me tell I am, about
1: it i'm sick and tired of um uh of what's going on over the past 2 weeks somehow the hunter biden laptop now has um uh, uh, uh reemerged as a uh as a talking point on the right Um, Somehow they have now decided that a uh, member of a uh, of a political family who is using their their status within that family to profit or to uh, uh, make. How do I say this? Less than legitimate business deals is now something that should become a uh, um, uh, something that, that, that can drag down a presidency. Meanwhile, the right literally indulged. The Trump family and the Trump corporation and the Trump presidency for the past four years, nobody, nobody on the right raised any questions when um, uh, uh, when Mike Pence's entourage was in Ireland, I believe, and they, had, they they traveled two hours out of their way to land at a Trump resort to put money into his pocket. Nobody complained when the Secret Service were charged market rate rents for rooms at Mar-a-Lago for four straight years. Nobody complained when the foreign governments um, were buying apartments on Trump properties or renting out entire floors of Trump hotels. The right didn't seem to have a problem with that. But Hunter Biden somehow, um, uh, 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 because he made a deal with a, a Chinese company, this now, everything needs to come to a complete halt because of it. Fuck the right. That's my
0: beef of the week. All right, fair enough. We've often talked about the generalized hypocrisy in politics and, sure. and just just par for the course again this week.
1: Thank you for um, belittling my beef of the week by basically <laughs> saying that it's something I, we've spoken about multiple times. I it
0: is always valid. Whatever you are saying is always valid.
1: You it, need to it, validate it be, my feelings.
0: It may be, you know, 2% less valid than my thoughts, but still valid nonetheless. That was low. Yeah, bit, sorry, I apologize. No. So uh, what's that you say, Brian? What's my beef of the week this week? I would like to know what your beef of the week is. So my beef this week, um, and its uh, I've kind of uh, gone back to this a time or two, it's my township, um, or actually, uh, more specifically, our, our school district here. So I think I've mentioned in the past how ridiculously high our property and school taxes are here. So we, uh, we went down to uh, our local brewery on Thursday night for trivia night, went down to Cheshire. You're a fan of Cheshire, correct? I am
1: a fan. It's, it's a, it is a under one roof. Not only is it a brewery, but it is a grocery store and I think two different
0: restaurants. You got a couple different restaurants in there serving up uh, some fantastic food. Um, Absolutely. So this particular Thursday night um, was a uh, fundraiser for our school district. And I'm thinking- I love a good out, fundraiser. But what the hell do they need to raise funds for? when we are one of the highest taxed school districts uh, in Philadelphia and the surrounding counties, um, they're not spending money on teachers. They're not spending money on building maintenance and upkeep. Uh, so why would they need to raise money when they are literally bringing in millions of dollars?
1: And what answer did you get when you asked that question?
0: I hadn't there. They I don't want to ask you because the people that were there were volunteers. I'm not going to, uh, you know, shit on the volunteers, because Lord knows no one that actually works in the administration does anything. So they're not, they're not going to be out to work these kind of fundraisers. And even people that work for the school district are leaving the school district. Like the superintendent of our local school district just left to go work and run the Philadelphia school district. Like how bad does your school district need to be where someone is like, you know what, running the Philly school district is probably a little easier job. That's I'm going go to that's, take, that's, gonna take care point. of that dumpster fire.
1: So let me get this straight. So your beef of the week is that your your taxes are high and your, your tax dollars are not being spent appropriately. And um, you're not going to do anything about it.
0: Uh, well, I mean, we are moving out of the township. So, I mean, I guess that is.
1: You've been saying that for two years, Ron. I'll
0: <laughs> believe it when I see it. It's a it's a, it's, a, it's not a buyer's market right now, Brian. It's a very difficult to find good housing, but we will. And also, I mean, we need to make sure that there is space for you when you come visit. So that is a very key uh, portion that needs to happen in the new house.
1: That's right. And I also, would it be possible to have like a, um, an in-law suite where I have a, se- a separate entrance?
0: I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. You know, right. we're, we're trying to shrink the square footage a bit, but I will, I will see if we can at least get you uh, your separate entrance.
1: If you want to shrink the um, uh, square footage, the first thing you can do is take a cold shower because that will absolutely cause some shrinkage. There's definitely um, shrinkage there, yes. Second thing is if I cannot get a um, uh, a, uh, uh, you know, a separate entrance, then all I do ask is that the second bedroom be right off of the master bedroom.
0: Yeah, that, that is if, trying to avoid also.
1: If there is anything that I enjoy more than staying over at your house other than I'm um, hanging out with your petting zoo, is to listen to the sweet sweet sounds of you and Mrs. Ron making love as I am feet away in another room um naked it, it is just i mean the 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 beautiful sounds that uh, the both of you make i mean i didn't realize you were so vocal um you know normally it's it's you hear uh, the woman moaning uh, but it's actually you know uh, the first time i thought i was first time i heard you and your wife making love i remember i was just um, right.
0: This is why we're actually uh, looking for maybe like a detached uh, garage with a uh, apartment over the top of it um, that we can just kind of put you up there. Even a tree house I, I think, would be good for you.
1: Uh, could you give me some binoculars? Will they face <laughs> the back of the of the house so I could watch you? I will make sure window? that there
0: are no uh, no windows there.
1: Anyway, sure. you could get me one of those twelve foot ladders that I could you know climb up, you know, um, uh, uh, animal house style. And looking through the window,
0: I will. Uh, we'll definitely work on that. We'll see if we can make that one of the conditions of the sale. Thank you, buddy. Brian, so, can yes. we uh, can we make the uh, the special uh, introduction of our brand new uh, cast member here on the podcast? Yes, I think now's the right time. Drum roll for Ron and Brian world premiere. All right, those of you that follow us on social media already saw this announcement a couple days ago, uh, but we do have a brand new uh, mascot here on the Ron and Brian podcast. Yes, uh, my wife and I, we adopted a new dog uh, the other day, brought her home. Uh, So if we can introduce new mascot, Piper, Um, she is a five-year-old Pekingese uh, that we uh, we got from the uh, Women's Animal Center uh, down in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. So, uh, obviously, as you can see from this photo, settling in nicely into uh, into her new home. Now, do we know
1: where she? Um, what was the home like situation before
0: she joined uh, so the, your home? The home situation: she was living with a family. Uh, there was she was living with uh, another dog, uh, a couple of cats, and a kid. Unfortunately, the family apparently uh, lost their home. And their uh, new uh, apartment, uh, the landlord did not allow pets, so they needed to, uh, to surrender uh, Piper here. Do you have?
1: Do were you able to get their email address so you could send them photos of their family dog
0: enjoying a better life now? <laughs> they do not provide uh, contact information for the previous owner.
1: Did you let Piper know not to get too accustomed to the massive square footage of your current home that you do plan on shrinking it? And um, do you think she will have some level of PTSD going into the smaller home, being like, "Oh no,
0: once again, I'm going to get kicked out." I mean she's uh she's not a big dog to begin with. So I think uh I I think she'll be okay.
1: Janelle has a good question over here. How is Piper dealing with the cats?
0: Uh so Piper likes cats actually. So uh thankfully she lived with them before. The cats I would say uh not so much uh into Piper just yet. Uh, really? they, are, they are finally one of them will will hang out with Piper now. The other, Which the one? other uh Talula will come down and, okay. and hang out. Uh, the others are have finally gotten to the point where they can be on the same level of the house as her just not with her being around. So I think Got it. you know they were fine with uh with Paisley so I think they'll be fine with uh with Piper.
1: Well, she's bringing a lot um a uh, uh, younger energy.
0: Yeah, I mean, she is. Paisley was what of- Paisley was what 18? Uh roughly, roughly 18 yeah. to somewhere in that range.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was a very she had lived a very long and uh and blessed life. Um now, uh, uh, how will you feel? I mean, this dog is five, correct? Correct. You had Paisley for what, two years? Four years. So four years. Okay. Yeah. So how are you going to handle it in four years when you euthanize this dog? <laughs>
0: our, our hope is that she will live much longer than that. That is. Oh,
1: one. I thought you just got tired of Paisley <laughs> and euthanized her. I, I I didn't realize. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry about that. So. I thought that he was just uh, Ron, Ron and his wife. Like you, th- you know. I thought it was just. I uh, never mind. Yeah, that's, that's I missed. I misread the room. I, I misread the room. I, I misread. I'm sorry, Ron.
0: But just I'm- we got very fortunate that uh, we were able to rescue uh, a, a Pekingese locally because my wife was literally looking across the entire country for a dog. Sure. Course. Like She would now, come to me and be like, hey, can we, uh, would it be a problem to, if we had to fly to Little Rock uh, for a weekend and pick up a dog? Oh, would, it be, would it be a problem if we had to go out to, like, Denver and get this dog? Uh, Minneapolis. Uh, she Actually, the closest was she was actually communicating with the rescue in Brooklyn. So I was like, all right. That, uh, and then it just happened, uh, Piper just happened to pop up um, on Pet Finder the other day, only 30 minutes away. Um, we out okay. an application. They were like, listen, it's first come first served. So we ran down there during lunch on Friday. And uh, less than an hour later, uh, we were coming home with Piper. Now, um, has she pooped her peed in the house? Is she housebroken? She is very housebroken. She had a little little accident in her crate last night because she's got she had an upset stomach. Uh, but she is like extremely well trained. Well, does well okay. on a leash. Um, great in a crate. Uh, very much house trained. She's done all her business in the backyard. So uh, I think uh, when she gets settled into the house, I think she will uh, she'll be very happy here.
1: Now, at what point does your wife remake your office into uh, a, a a playroom for Piper, relegating you back to the dining room table for all work purposes? I mean, How I long?
0: think, you know, it's, it's, I've got a couple of weeks, I think. Um, I, you know, I'll be going away for business. So it's very possible I could come home and find that, you know, this has just been all my stuff will be out of the back deck. I believe, I, I, I'm expecting that. <laughs> um,
1: your wife uh, loves her dogs more than she loves you.
0: And uh, Um, she's already getting a little fancy because the dog seems to be uh, showing some preference to me over her. Which, I mean, can you blame her? I can't.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love your wife. Don't get me wrong. I (laughs) love your wife. But, you know, there's no comparison to the way I feel about you. Understood.
0: Hey, can we uh since we're doing new things, should we roll out um our new uh weekly bit or well we'll see yes. weekly. We don't even know how long it's going to be. Um this is a little something that we like to call who blocked Brian this week. Um yes, who blocked Brian this week as Do we, many of you know, uh Brian is uh he's all over social media. Um he is, you know, he is Justin Bieber level, he is uh, T-Swift level on the on the internet, on the social media. And at time to time, he's controversial. Uh, people don't like what he has to say. And uh, sometimes uh, some high-profile names will block him on a social media platform. Brian, uh, do you want the photo yet, or do you want to give a little build-up before we show who blocked Brian this week?
1: Well, um, okay, so I have a, a, a tendency of opening up Twitter every now and then. And just um, hitting reply to tweets, random tweets, uh, uh, one-liners, literally things that just have absolutely, um, I just feel like fucking with accounts. So uh, one day, I think it was earlier this week, um, a certain Hollywood celebrity posted what seemed to be a very innocuous, innocuous? Is that a word? Yeah, it's a word. You, like used it,
0: you used it correctly, actually.
1: Yeah, an innocuous tweet. Just seemingly... I didn't really understand what the uh, the tweet was about or in reference to. So I tweeted a reply um, that I thought made it a little bit more relevant, brought things to a more current state. Do you have a copy of the exchange?
0: Uh, I do not, unfortunately. You did not request a copy of the exchange.
1: Can I send you one quickly?
0: <clears throat> if you have it in, in a photo, yeah. I do have it in a photo. So
1: as we were... Um, Uh, uh, hold on. I will, I'm going to find this thing because, um, so it's, I'm not going to say that it was like the, the, the high point of my week, but I'm going to say that it was the high point of my week. Ron, I'm going to put it right here in the chat on messenger. I will send it to you there. Um, you should be able to pull it up. Do you have it?
0: Uh, hold on. I gotta, I gotta get in there.
1: That's Okay. Anyway, so um, so the, the the beauty of it, so I posted this a uh, reply and completely forgot about it. Um, the next day, I got a notification from Twitter that somebody had actually liked my reply, and I was like, "Reply to what?" So I clicked on the link, and it took it opened up the Twitter app on my phone, and I saw my reply, and then I could not see the original tweet that I was replying to, and I, I didn't understand. And then I clicked on the um, uh, on the profile page and lo and behold I got the glorious message that this person had blocked me
0: Do we have it Ron you you, uh, you give me
1: the photo give me I the photo it. that I we do it. have lined up
0: I got it hold on I got I got your photo now
1: I got your photo right here you little Bi.
0: There we go. So that is, I'm going to have to take the banner down so people can see. Uh, take it down. <laughs> but that is, uh, looks like Alec Baldwin.
1: That's right. So Alec Baldwin, out of nowhere posts, is anyone surprised? Question mark. In reference I don't to what exactly? No clue. No, I, I I, have not the faintest. So this was Tuesday. So at some point later on, in the, keep in mind, 618 people liked his tweet. Is anyone surprised? I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. What Surprised about what? So I just simply, simply replied, you killed some lady, which I felt was like w- w- incredibly disrespectful because I didn't even know the, I didn't even remember the woman's name. Didn't even bother Googling it. Like right. put so little thought into that tweet. Um, replying to Alec Baldwin and lo and behold, Ron, do you have the photo of confirming that he blocked me?
0: Uh, I do not.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you had all week, all week. You knew we were going to talk about this bit. You knew I do, it.
0: I do have the photo that he sent to you in your DM though. There you go. Which seems threatening to me, especially considering what when he sends you a photo of him holding a gun um, <clears throat> seems problematic. So
1: I am currently blocked by Alec Baldwin on Twitter. That's who blocked Brian this week. Who blocked Brian this week?
0: Exactly. You, well, you have to tell gonna, me what,
1: what website is that again?
0: <laughs> I, uh, I forget. I have to, I'll have to send it to you. Yes, uh, we, uh, found, we found a new story. Yes. There is a uh, a website that will take famous names and you can have them say whatever you want.
1: Oh, uh, I, I think I can have a lot of fun with that. A lot of fun. Is there one with Kanye?
0: (laughs) More than likely. One
1: with Kanye. Okay.
0: What else do we have, Ron? Um, So, uh, well, we've managed to avoid talking about this for weeks and weeks, uh, but COVID. Racism? um, Well, that too. But COVID has made a solid return uh, with COVID cases rising, um, I think, in about half of the states of the country. Um, numbers, you know, are increasing, uh, some of the bigger ones, New York is up, uh, 7% in a two week change, uh, Massachusetts up heavily and Washington DC. Uh, if we look at some smaller growth, you're a lot of, uh, Northeast, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, uh, Rhode Island, uh, Connecticut, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. So we we've got about 28 states right now. Um, seeing increases in COVID numbers. Uh, the Omicron subvariant known as BA2 uh, now seems to be the dominant strain circulating around the U.S., accounting for almost three out of every four cases.
1: Glorious. It's coming back. We're <laughs> not done yet, people.
0: No, not at all, unfortunately. Um, and then a lot of prominent people uh, got uh Covid this past week, Nancy Pelosi um, testing positive for COVID nineteen. Um, Adam Schiff also um, he was among, oh Schiff he was he was among fourteen people to contract COVID at Washington's annual Gridiron Club dinner, uh, which is yeah. now being referred to as a super spreader event. Yep, um, yep. Sarah that. Jessica Parker testing positive uh for COVID. Um, Brian, I know you were very upset by this. You had tickets to her Broadway show, Plaza, Plaza Suite Suite. Yeah, yeah. Um, Front and that row show has been uh shut down um, after she uh, tested positive.
1: I had actually um uh purchased front row seats to uh uh the performance this Tuesday evening simply because I wanted to make sure that I got her and Matthew Broderick, her husband, I wanted to get as much spit on my face sure. as possible. Um, so I, I did get front row seats. And, and you know, to have it uh, uh, canceled this way is just such
0: a, um, it just hurts. And uh, Matthew Broderick also uh, tested positive uh, for COVID-19. Um, well,
1: fortunately for Matthew Broderick, he now can spend the day in bed wrapped up in a blanket Um, while his mother and father go off to work.
0: Doing a little Ferris Bueller uh, reference there? Oh, yeah. I thought you might tie together the fact that both Alan Baldwin and Matthew Broderick have killed somebody.
1: Well, so is uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, but we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) But we don't have a news story about Caitlyn. Haley Berry killed somebody. Haley Berry? No, I call her Haley. (laughs) You call her Haley. (laughs) Yeah, listen. Once you once you killed somebody and got away with it because you're a Hollywood star, I will intentionally mispronounce your name. Okay,
0: I mean I can't really say anything about name pronunciation because as we all know, I'm very bad at it. Documentary, documentary. Uh, Shanghai streets of Shanghai are completely empty as China imposes the strictest lockdown of the pandemic on the most populous uh, city. in the world, twenty-six million residents and photos uh, all over the place uh, online this past week of Matt, empty streets. Empty streets. Excuse me.
1: Well, the real question is this: I mean, it's you know that uh, I'm that this is that it's the disconnect that's going on in this world right now. The pandemic is over in America. We are right. done with it. Mm-hmm. We have we have we have officially announced that we do not care anymore. Um, omicron raged in december people you know um uh uh, got it in mass uh hospitalizations did not dramatically increase deaths did not dramatically increase so we all decided that we're done with it um meanwhile in china china yeah according to donald trump um In China, they are literally shutting down their uh, 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 almost capital cities in in their provinces because they want to ensure that this thing does not spread. Um, Now, keep in mind, uh, uh, the numbers that I saw recently were like, you know, six out of 10 people are testing positive. But also it is this Omicron strain, which um, leaves many people asymptomatic. Right. So the question really is, you know, are these shutdowns that are taking place in China justified or is this population control by a socialist government that wants to just basically um, uh, uh, control all aspects of human life by, uh, by their citizens?
0: So you're saying it's, it's less of a, uh, of a health situation and more of a uh, controlling uh, your citizenships type situation?
1: Oh, I have no idea. I I live in Queens, so I have no idea what's going on in Shanghai. I'm dependent on the liberal media to tell me what's going on in this world. And what's really going on in this world is that the Yankees have won two straight games against the Boston Red Sox, and tonight they're going for three.
0: And Brian, it wouldn't be a new month if uh, there wasn't a new uh, variant of COVID. Uh, now, there is apparently a, quote, Frankenstein-style new Omicron subvariant spreading in the UK. Um, it is a mix of the uh, Omicron BA1 strain and the, uh, the more stealth BA2 form. They're referring to this as the XE variant. And some experts, um, some experts fear that the mutation may be the most contagious form yet of COVID-19.
1: But what are the symptoms? What are the hospitalization rates? What are the death rates? That is what we need to talk
0: about. Well, and so far it is too early to say uh, whether it causes more severe illness or evades vaccines, uh, but it does have a high community growth rate uh, of about 10% transmission, uh, higher than some of the other uh, variants out there.
1: Do you know what does not have a high community growth rate?
0: And what is that?
1: the square footage of your home when you move somewhere else. <laughs>
0: that That is true. I thought you were yeah, going probably. to, you know, say, uh, make an Alec Baldwin reference.
1: No, 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 no. He's dead to me.
0: Like, you know who doesn't I, have a, a high community growth rate? Um, any cinematographer that works on an Alec Baldwin film. Ooh. Too much? See,
1: he was in Hunt for Red October, so I, you know, <laughs> he's a legend to me. That movie I will watch countless, countless,
0: wherever right. it is in the movie real like the quick last movie I don't yes. I don't want to belabor the point you're Mount Rushmore of Alec Baldwin movies
1: oh uh Glenn Gary Glenn Ross okay uh definitely hunt for red October okay um uh what was the one where he was having sex with the underage girl
0: um I think that was a uh, private video he had
1: um why am I blanking on Alec Baldwin movies I don't know Oh, uh, oh, uh, raising Arizona.
0: Raising Arizona. Okay.
1: And um, uh, I really can't think of anything. I just what's the one with Demi Moore, where he was the uh, uh, where he was on the mob. I don't remember that one. I didn't like that movie one bit. It was just <laughs> it, it was so slow and it was just overdrawn. I was not a huge fan of it. Um, no, no, no. Let's actually come up with some good ones. Um, what was he in? So uh, definitely, with- um. Okay, when he was in Blue Jasmine, uh, Woody Allen movie, I loved him in that. To Roam with Love. Um, He had a small role in uh, Rock of Ages. Um, Oh my God, he's done so much shit. He's done a lot. He's, oh, he's very good
0: in part of his career where he's just done garbage.
1: Hold on. He was very good in The Departed. I mean, that movie was not made because of him, but he was very good in The Departed when he had that, when he did the
0: uh, Boston accent. Okay. Um, I would say, so I'd agree with you on Glengarry Glen Ross. And again, it's interesting because he is in the movie for, what, five, six minutes? At most. he is in a movie with, what, Pacino, um, De Niro, uh, Jack Lemmon, Alan Arkin, uh, Kevin Spacey, Ed O'Neill, but completely steals the entire movie.
1: Jonathan Price?
0: Could be. Yes, yeah, he's the guy that uh, Pacino tries to sell. Yes, the yes. So I would agree with you. Where
1: did you learn your craft?
0: I would agree with you, uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. I would uh, I would say Beetlejuice, uh, another great uh, Alec Baldwin movie. Yeah, I not think he was that great in it. Really? All right, well, well agree to disagree. Um, I would go also uh, Hunt for Red October. Um, good one. I think you know we're stuck on that fourth one. Like he's been in decent movies. Is it possible he really been- hasn't? Uh- so much shit, so much garbage.
1: I would throw in only because I um personally have an affection to the Cooler in two thousand three with William uh Macy. Yeah, where um it's a uh, it's an old school uh, uh um uh down and out Las Vegas story about William Macy who plays a man who has such bad luck in life that he is hired by a casino to interact with people who are on a roll so that his bad luck rubs off on them and they start and they stop winning and they start losing. Uh, Baldwin plays just this hardened, hardened uh, casino executive. That is actually one of my favorite uh, Baldwin movies.
0: What was the, uh, what was the movie where he was the, uh, he was the surgeon. And he's like, I don't have a God complex. I am God.
1: Um. Oh, I just watched that just the other day.
0: Malice. that Malice? Um, I think, uh, William Esquire just put put that up.
1: Yeah, that was 1993's Malice, which I never
0: saw. Uh, that was a good one. So uh, that would be my four. Mm. Mm, interesting.
1: He was on Nip Tuck.
0: Did I you guess. ever watch
1: Nip Tuck on TV? I did not, no that was one of those really interesting shows that just got so fucking strange. Like it started off with like these two hip, cool Florida might've been LA. I don't remember. Um, uh, plastic surgeons who literally were just all about like, uh, the superficial and whatnot. And you know, the personality clashes. But then next thing I know, like they, like they started bringing in new characters cause the show was getting stale. Then at one point they had a kid who had one of those like, um, Uh, What do you call those? Like uh, a lobster claw hands. (laughs) Okay. And it was like a whole like two season story arc of of them, like trying to create a hand. It was very strange. And then I just start, I stopped losing interest in it.
0: You know, what was the only thing that's worse uh, than the final seasons of Nip Tuck, Brian? What? It's when you almost lose your penis uh, due Mm, to matted pubic hair. Um, And that is a a story that we have on the list this week. Uh, It was uh, in a uh, urology case reports study uh, talking about a gentleman that came into uh, the, uh, the emergency room suffering from hair tourniquet syndrome. There really is a syndrome for everything. Um, I didn't know that was that. That had an actual name. That is which a hair or thread becomes tightly tangled around the genitals, fingers, or other extremities. Um, this typically affects children, but the affliction can cut off the blood flow, requiring patients to undergo <laughs> surgery and even amputation.
1: First off, how is this happening to children when they don't have pubic hair? But they also don't have the receptors, according to JoJo. So sure. um, uh, so, so we'll put that aside. Now, if only there was a, a way that this could have been avoided. And there actually is a way, which brings us to our first legitimate um, advertisement. This is a, a real sponsor of the week, people. This is not a joke. We are not kidding around here. This is a r- manscape. Yes. Manscaped. Proud sponsors of the Ron and Brian. You know, Ron, when manscaping, you have to use the right tools for the job. And trust me, your balls will thank you. We've actually been using Manscaped for months already. We have owned a couple of their products like the Lawnmower 3.0 and their ball deodorant, which was one of your personal favorites, Ron, because it's the only thing that has saved you from itchy balls. Well, Manscaped was kind enough to send us their perfect package 4.0, which includes their new and improved Lawn Trimmer 4.0, along with other liquid formations for your manscaping routines. You love manscaping, right, Ron?
0: I do. You know, I, uh, I very much, I don't have a ton of body here, but what I do have, I keep Manscaped.
1: Well, the Lawn Mower 4.0 is the only water-resistant trimmer made with skin-safe technology, helping you avoid the absolute suffering that comes from common grooming accidents. It even has its own charging dock for convenience and ease of use with a battery that lasts up to 90 minutes on a single charge. The package also includes their crop preserver ball deodorant, which you said you're a fan of, and their crop reviver ball toner. Now, I know that sounds absolutely hilarious, but trust me, it works. I bought it myself. So the crop, the 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 crop reviver ball toner, it's like an oil that you you massage into your testicles after um uh, uh, you trim with the lawnmower. So it it keeps the skin from chafing. And also, to keep it super convenient as I get back into the copy, (laughs) subscribers will get a new replacement blade refill delivered straight to their door every three months. And best of all, for a limited time only, subscribers will get two free gifts. Thanks to the Ron and Brian podcast. They're going to get the Shed Travel Bag and Manscaped's anti-chafing boxer briefs. Click on the link that we are going up, uh, we are about to announce, and you will get yourself a 20% off uh, your first order, your two free gifts, and free international sh- uh, shipping when you use the code RONSBALLS at manscaped.com. That's promo card R R O N S B A L L S at manscaped.com. So they know that we sent you there. It helps the Ron and Brian podcast. It helps Manscaped, and it helps your balls. Once again, 20% off on your first purchase if you use the promo code RONSBALLS. Thank uh, you,
0: Manscaped. It it potentially could have helped this uh, 57-year-old Geelong native uh, who had reported to a family doctor after suffering extreme pain and swelling uh, of his penis tip for two weeks. Again, I, I would feel I would go to a doctor sooner, but this guy, no. Um, so they, uh, they apparently, uh, the guy was uncircumcised and they neglected to check under the hood. If you will, um, they treated him with steroids, which didn't, did not help. Uh, so after they finally examined the foreskin, they found a quote, complex hair tourniquet of short matted hair that had horrifyingly encircled the area beneath the penis head, like a miniature choker. Oh my God. So many of those words make me uncomfortable. Um, so thankfully they were able to, uh, to, uh, take care of it. And, uh, he did not need any, uh, any, uh, removal of his penis. They did have to remove some dead tissue. Um, but you know, again, he did need to, um, uh, take care of the, uh, the recovery properly to make sure that, uh,
1: can you imagine how soft his genitalia was as soon as like they had done the, uh, the manscaping? I mean, like, just imagine the chafing, like, like all of like the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the skin damage that was taking place down there. Then they started with the, with, with probably some scissors. I imagine they worked their way up to what a scalpel, um, maybe a, a little bit of a razor. Um, And uh, and then it was just uh, uh, then his 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 entire general area was completely smooth. Um, If only he could go to manscaped.com, use the promo code
0: RONSBALLS and get
1: 20 percent off his first purchase.
0: All right, um, let's go down to. Can we go down to Florida for a bit, Brian? Because I love been, Florida. You know we haven't that. Visited Florida in a while, and um, we we were we talked about. Did we talk about this story on the Patreon or the regular episode of the uh, the kid that died falling off of the um, the the amusement park ride?
1: Yeah. I think that was the regular
0: podcast. That was the regular podcast. Yeah. Well, there was a uh, there was a woman uh, that uh, was. Uh, in the news a lot, saying that she was a relative of the teen that uh, that had sure. died. Uh, she called herself Shay Johnson in interviews with multiple news outlets. Uh, she said again she was the cousin of Tyree Sampson who died after slipping out of his seat on the free fall ride at the Icon Park in Orlando. Um, and but come to find out uh, that uh, she uh, was not related to the kid at all. Uh, her real name is Luisina Lavonia Browning. Um, she is Orlando resident uh, with a lengthy rap sheet and uh, had been working at Flash Dancers, an adult entertainment club in the city. Never been there. Don't know. Never, uh, nope, 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 nothing. Never, never spent nine hundred dollars on her. Uh, Flash
1: Dancers, is that the one in Times Square?
0: Uh, that's in Orlando. So I don't feel that it's in Times Square.
1: Oh, so then I've never been there.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, so, uh, so no, uh, no connection also turns out that she is awaiting trial on felony arson and criminal mischief charges, uh, for allegedly, uh, setting her, her ex, uh, boyfriend's new girlfriend's car on fire. Stop that. You gotta, you gotta do
1: that sentence over again because you <laughs> lost me. Right. You lost me, Rod. And normally I, I hang on every word you say, but there was an ex-boyfriend then, there was a new boyfriend, and I got confused.
0: So she is accused of setting fire to a car. The car okay. belonged to a woman who was the new girlfriend of her ex-boyfriend. See, I think that's a bitch move.
1: And I know we've talked about it multiple times, but the new girlfriend has no um she has no uh, she should have no allegiance um um to you but your ex should you know like when people get cheated on um i don't understand why they go after and attack the person that their partner is cheating with when that person has done nothing to you they simply just met someone and started up a relationship albeit maybe it's a one night stand doesn't have to be a
0: long-term relationship, right? No, right, started, right.
1: But the but the real source of your your aggression should be the person you're in the relationship with.
0: Agreed, or out of the relationship with. I mean, you shouldn't have aggression right. towards anybody, really. Well, I mean, the way I think of it is this:
1: say your wife and I decided to to, to participate in uh, in sexual activity while you were out walking the dog. Say say you <laughs> okay. like this is just. Pure hypothetical,
0: hypothetical yes. situation.
1: Injection. I get it. So I come down to visit you for the weekend and uh, your your lovely wife, who, you know, I simply adore, sits there and says, hey, Ron, you should really take the dog out for a walk because she hasn't been out in a couple hours and she seems to have a preference for you. And now you sit there and say, okay, hey, Brian, would you like to, you know, take a walk with me? And I'm like, you know, I'm going to hang tight. I don't really spend a lot of time, you know, one on one with Mrs. Ron, so I'm just going to hang tight with her. Then, so you leash up the dog, you take the dog out for a walk. Now it's recently rained, so all the, the 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 normal natural odors of the grass that the dog is is used to at this point have has been washed away. So this is a long walk. We're talking at least four and a half minutes that you're out there walking the dog. Now you come back four minutes after walking.
0: More than you normally need.
1: That's, that's at least two and a half minutes more than I need. Now you come back and you find um, uh, uh, clothing on the stairs leading up to the master bedroom. Your wife and I, in delecto flagrante, how close did I get to that one? You, you
0: got closer than I think any of us would have expected.
1: All right. And and and, and, and we are engaged. Now in that moment, who do you physically attack? Hmm. Do you physically attack me do you physically attack your wife? Probably you. Oh.
0: I feel I feel the betrayal more from you.
1: Is that because of the fifty one percent ownership of the podcast of 49 that you felt that I should have fealty to towards you at all times?
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, there's probably a little bit of that playing into it.
1: Do you think it's also because you think you can get away with beating me and and um, go scot free? But if you were to try to beat your wife, you know that you will lose.
0: The optics would be bad. Yeah, it can be very bad. Well, let's go back to this uh, this case here, this uh, this criminal genius uh, Shay Johnson. So she sets uh, the the girlfriend's car on fire. Uh, Police, of course, uh, go to see her. Uh, She claims that she had been in Daytona Beach all night. Um, Now she uh, she had uh, burned and blistered legs that she'd had treated at the hospital, but she was like, "Oh no, that that was uh, I got in a car crash and." climbed out of a burning car. Uh, so they're like, Oh yeah, sounds, sounds reasonable. Uh, but Would they you? also, they confiscate her phone, uh, on which uh, it showed that she had Googled both the girlfriend's address as well as quote, what is the best thing to set a car on fire, lighter fluid gas? Has she never heard of incognito windows?
1: <laughs> How do you search that? Oh my gosh. So, so she, you're saying she's not the criminal mastermind that she aspired to.
0: I, I, you know, I, I think, I think not, but how, how like horrible of an individual do you need to be to like try and partake in a, in such a horrible incident, such as this kid's death and oh. you get some FaceTime out of it.
1: Oh, disgusting. Just a disgusting human being. Um no. Staying in Florida. I hope that her pubic hair cuts off her her uh, the circulation to her left leg. I hope it wraps around the tree trunk thigh that she's got. I've never seen her thighs. I have no idea what they what shape they're in, but I hope her pubic hair grows so long that it wraps around her thigh, cuts off blood circulation. She needs to have it amputated.
0: Listen, I think we uh, we learned on our last after da- after dark episode that Brazilian waxing is the way to go. I mean, if we sure, learn we up, also.
1: We also learned that you can be beat, which is something I never thought I would see again. Congratulations to you, Janelle, for winning the Can You Beat Ron game for March 2022. The first person to beat Ron and to have earned the uh, $25 donation once a month, people. If you join our Patreon, if you haven't already, um, it is uh, we do an extra half an hour. Um, it's Behind the Paywall uh, we, we put stories there that we don't want our family to know about. We don't want our friends to know about. We don't want YouTube to know about it. We don't want Facebook to know about it. We don't want Twitter. Yes, stop. But the idea is the fact that, um, uh, it's an extra half an hour of content that you only can get if you are a Patreon subscriber for as little as $5 a month. It helps offset the costs that uh, Ron and I uh, um, uh, have to cover um, throughout the year to make sure that this show stays free. So the podcast stays free. We do an after dark on Patreon so that um, uh, uh, to cover the cost of the show. Um, you get swag like stickers, buttons, uh, vests, uh, tote bags, um, baseball caps, um, shout outs. Um, this
0: And it helps us. Rare uh, double this has got to stop on one promo.
1: And once a month, well, that's what happens when I have a seven and a half ABV beer on an empty stomach. Also, um, you uh, also get uh, once a month, we invite our Patreon subscribers at the silver or higher level to come onto the show. We do what we call a pajama party. It is the last Sunday night of every month. Patreons come on join the show it's a nice little family nice little uh uh um uh welcoming safe space that we've set up we play can you beat ron which will be an app av- which i have to come up with an a- an april game um but uh they're fun and we can and and we make a 25 dollar tax tax taxable tax free regardless we make a donation speaking which i need to do my taxes um we make a donation if you can beat Ron, we'll make a $25 charitable donation. That's what I was going for. There you to go. To the um to the organization of your choice, regardless of their tax status. So it could be the Ben Salem um pet adoption
0: uh Women's Animal Center. There we go.
1: you said the Women's Animal Center? Yes. Why are women what 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 what's the connection with women?
0: I have no idea. That's just the name of it
1: are men allowed to show up there or do you get get, like beat?
0: We do not. We do not. Uh, So sticking in Florida, uh, a Florida teen was killed and two of his pals arrested uh, after they took turns shooting live rounds at each other uh, while wearing armored vests. Only in Florida. Only in Florida.
1: Now, that's a Florida story here for you. And I think that, you know, if we were to say, okay, people, there's three teenagers. They've got their hands on some type of body armor. I'm assuming it's a bulletproof vest. It's not part of the story. Um, upon getting uh, 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 the the body armor, they decide we're going to test this out. Let's just start shooting at each other. Uh, one of them dies yes. from the gunshot wound because obviously uh, the kids miss and they probably hit the body part that's not covered with the body armor and the kid fucking dies. Boo hoo, tragedy in Florida. <laughs> um, was there any doubt that this story took place in Florida? Yeah. I would have also I would have also said
0: Texas either this or could have been or, in Texas.
1: Yeah. But I'm go- but this is definitely a
0: Florida story. So yeah. So uh, Joshua Vining Uh, was taking shots at Christopher Broad, age 16. Christopher uh, was rushed to a local hospital where he died from his injuries. Um, So uh, Vinning has been charged with aggravated manslaughter of a child uh, by a firearm uh, while someone else participating, Colton Whittle, uh, he is being charged with providing false information to law enforcement. Never lie to the
1: cops. If you, I, I mean, listen, people, We are now 52 minutes into this episode. If there's anything that you're going to walk away from this episode learning, as in a piece of information, never lie to the police. You don't have to answer their questions. You can say, I want an attorney. You can say, I am unsure. You can say, I don't understand your question, but don't say, I wasn't there if you were there. Because now they got you on a trumped up charge, right? Don't now lie. they've got now they've got you lying to the police. Never lie to the police. You don't have to answer,
0: uh, Brian. I think we have a, a couple of uh, abortion stories that you wanted to uh, to cover this week.
1: I thought we were going to keep those stories, but then decided to drop them at the uh, nine week mark because we just didn't want those stories.
0: So wrong. So wrong. What? Why don't you? Uh, what, what was the first one? I'm I'm looking. I thought first we had- story. Yeah. Texas. Fuck
1: Texas. Fuck Texas so fucking much. Um, Texas. There is a young woman. Uh we had her name. Um, she lives in Star County. Um, she has been charged with an illegal abortion. Um, her name is Lizelle Herrera. She is currently in custody in the Star County Detention Center. Faces a bond of five hundred thousand dollars for performing um, a self-induced abortion on herself. The charge of murder against Herrera is that she intentionally and knowingly caused the death of an individual by self-induced abortion. Um, She is the first woman to be arrested under Texas's recently enacted Um, strictest abortion law in the country, which encouraged private citizens to sue individuals or organizations that help people get abortions after six weeks of gestation. I mean, it takes me at least 12 weeks to gestate, but apparently in Texas, they only give you six. Um, This woman needs to be uh, walking free. Um, We need to support this woman and fuck Texas so goddamn much.
0: Now, a uh, a a quick uh, and surprising update. This the this story literally came out about 15 minutes ago. Uh Star County District Attorney Gocha Alan Ramirez said earlier today that uh, he has filed a motion to dismiss uh the murder charge uh against Herrera. Uh, he said that, uh, quote, that the sheriff's department quote, did their duty in investigating the incident brought to their attention by the reporting hospital. Uh, he said, however, this is not a criminal matter under Texas law.
1: Great. You know what? Let's, I will celebrate when those charges are actually dropped. Um, it is the, um, uh, the rights attack on, um, on women's health, uh, you know, specifically, um, obviously the most, uh, obvious is the right to an abortion but their their attack on not just um the abortion but just women's health in general um they are aggressively going after it um over the past four years and um uh, uh seemingly each state down in the south and i'll call it the south because they're all fucktards to me um it is almost a competition of who can be the strictest who can put through a law that is uh, as 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 um uh, going back to uh, uh, what was the what was the the midwives tale? What was that show that I've um... the
0: Handmaid's Tale.
1: Handmaid's Tale. Yes, yeah, that's where they want to go in the South, um, and and they know it's going to go into the courts. They're okay with it. They're this is all posturing for political purposes, so they can get the religious rights vote. Um, you know, the worst thing that happened in the '80s was the Republican Party embracing the religious right. Um, nut jobs. It, it's fucked up. this country's so bad. Um, but uh, um, whatever we can do as a uh, uh, liberal Americans on the uh, on the elitist coasts to uh, stop the rest of this country from doing what they want, uh, fuck them all.
0: Meanwhile, Spain is showing uh, that they are much more progressive uh, in the uh, coming days. There will be a new law published banning the intimidation or harassment of women entering abortion clinics. Um, The law comes into force when it is published in the Government Gazette, uh, possibly next week. Uh, It passed 154 to 105 votes uh, for change to the penal code in Spain, where abortions are available for free in the public health service through the 14th week of pregnancy. Uh, The legal changes mean that anyone harassing a woman going into an abortion clinic will be uh, committing a crime that can be punished with up to one year in prison. Spain, you got it
1: right. I never thought I would say it, but Spain, and you know me, you know how I feel about the Barcelonians. Um They, uh, Spain has it right. Uh, uh, I, I Listen, I don't want to say that I'm pro-abortion, but I am
0: pro-abortion in a lot of cases. And I think at the very least, you are pro-women's choice regardless.
1: Um, I believe that um, there are a lot of... Um, uh I believe that 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 women have the right to 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 do what it happens to their body and I believe I do not believe abortion is murder. I do not believe that abortion is um, uh, uh, something that is uh, part of the the, the religious agenda. Um, it is women's health and that what what's what I find so fucking frightening is the um the way that the religious right across the globe, is attacking women's health under the guise of being anti-abortion. But really a lot of these are just are are, are geared towards restricting women's ability to get, um, uh, uh,
0: medical care in a lot of places.
1: And they do it seemingly without concern.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, well, again, like you said, Spain got it right this time around.
1: I mean, it's no different Ron than you not letting Mrs. Ron go to a, uh, uh an OBGYN. I mean, she's told me that for years she has uh, been trying to make appointments, and you won't, you, you, you cancel them on her when, uh, you know, when she's working because you just don't understand.
0: <laughs> I just don't understand. All you right. just don't understand, Ron, uh, Brian. We understand yes. that you are a huge uh, DC fan. Uh, love all of the DC films. So I have to imagine uh, these stories that have been coming out uh, about Ezra Miller. Uh, who played the Flash in the Justice League films. Uh, He's had a bit of a rough month. He's over in Hawaii and since March 7th has had the police called on him uh, 10 times. Um, Most recently uh, being arrested at a Hawaii karaoke bar where he yelled obscenities, uh, grabbed a microphone from a singing woman and uh, lunged at a man playing darts. Apparently took, uh, took umbrage with people singing the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper ballad, Shallow. Which yeah, you know, if you don't get it right, I can understand. Did you refer to Ezra as he? Uh, I'm sorry, I referred to him as he. As his preferred pronouns are they, them. My apologies, they, them.
1: Yes. So they, um, they are not on my radar whatsoever. They were on my radar when I saw Trainwreck with Amy Schumer um, twelve years ago, and they, Ezra Miller, um, I didn't know had a name. I did not know that they had a career. Um, and I have not uh been uh, co- I thought that uh, uh Ben Affleck was the Flash.
0: <laughs> ben Affleck played Batman in the Justice League.
1: But wasn't wasn't Ben Affleck the Flash?
0: He was he also played Daredevil at one point.
1: That's who I'm thinking of. So who who's what's the Flash?
0: The Flash is the guy that can uh, run fast. That's not Daredevil? No, Daredevil is the blind guy. Listen,
1: i Marvel <laughs> all day, every day. Marvel. Um, so, you know, it goes on in the DC League? Universe, let's say. Maybe. Um, I'm unaware of. It's not my thing. I'm all about Marvel. Well, he's also uh,
0: So, going back to Miller, uh, also accused with uh, breaking into the, uh, the bedroom of a couple that he was staying with and uh, threatening them. Um, so he's, uh, they have seemed to be going through some challenges. So, uh, but wait a second. Yes. Hold on.
1: If, if you're invited into someone's home and you break into their bedroom and threaten them, that's a crime.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. Apparently. Is that also a crime in Pennsylvania? Can you check on that? Because I'm pretty sure it's, it's yes. I I think, uh, were you to do that, it would be an issue. Um, and talk about
1: to talk about the right, stealing our <laughs> privileges, our ability to do um, uh, uh, American things. If, if you invite me into your home, I believe that that invitation automatically extends into your
0: bedroom. Uh, no, that it does not. Anyway, uh, Warner Brothers also announcing that uh, they have paused all projects involving Ezra Miller at this point.
1: Now, I thought Mac Miller's second album was way better than his
0: first. (laughs) But this is not Mac Miller. This is Ezra Miller. Mm. Mm. Uh, Can we talk about Albert Poolholes before we run out of time here?
1: (sighs) Yes. Albert Poolholes. Major League Baseball player, future Hall of Famer, if you will, member of the 500 Home Run Club, member of the 285 Batting Average Lifetime Club, member of the Married Till Death Do Us Part Club.
0: Mm, Not so much. No? He announced on Monday uh, that he and his wife, uh, Deidre, are splitting up days after she underwent successful surgery to remove a brain tumor. Um, Not surprisingly, um, many bad things uh, said about uh, Albert on social media after this got out.
1: The timing is poor. Now, keep in <laughs> mind, it is possible, and I'm not saying definite, but it's possible that he married the tumor and he didn't really marry her. So once she had the tumor removed, therefore, he you know, just did not want to be married to the rest of her.
0: Well, they were married in uh, 2000. So I feel like he was probably married to her. Just a thought. Just a thought. And real quick, before we end up, let's do an Easter-themed story because Easter will be – actually, we'll be doing our next show on Easter because we don't really uh, celebrate uh, Christian holidays here on the Ron and Brian Correct, correct. Uh, But uh, Uncovered Truth about the Cadbury's Cream Egg uh, came out on uh, Channel 4 over in the UK, uh, apparently finding out that there was a ton of child labor abuses – Um, behind those treats linking directly to the Cadbury supply chain, uh, the, uh, the investigation in Ghana, West Africa, uh, by reporter Anthony Barnett. He met children as young as 10 performing backbreaking work on cocoa farms in the blazing heat for up to nine hours a day, small children wielding three foot machetes, hacking through tough weeds with no protective clothing, uh, cracking up cracking open cocoa pods with long, sharp knives, and many of them uh, sustaining serious injuries for the hazardous work. Uh, Also, finding uh, groups of farmers who were paid less than two pounds a day uh, for the cocoa that they sold to Mondelēz, the U.S. company that now owns Cadbury.
1: But but what were they paid per pound? You
0: said Uh, they were paid in pounds.
1: You just said they were paid in pounds but how many were they how much were they paid per pound
0: uh, pounds are uh, the unit of the the, the, the monetary uh, yeah
1: I gotcha
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. here's one um, thing that I've never gotten uh, is why people eat Cadbury cream eggs like it seems like one of the more disgusting uh, candies out there okay Ron this is what you're doing wrong.
1: The, the whole purpose of the Cadbury cream egg is you slightly break the chocolate outside in half. Okay. Then what you do is you spread the two sides slightly across, coming in with your index finger to some...
0: I just felt that was going to go sideways. Uh, Brian, favorite you could Easter also
1: ginger. you could I I you could also, you also go, go, go sideways, sugar, sideways on it. Yeah. It's not just an up and down method. Favorite
0: it's Easter really personal
1: preference on how you eat your Cadbury cream egg.
0: Brian, what favorite Easter candy?
1: Oh, um, I uh, I'm a piece of trash, so I'm gonna <laughs> go with the marshmallow rabbit with um with chocolate on the outside.
0: All right. I'm a fan of Peeps. I don't know what it is. It's uh, you know I like the marshmallow. Oh, oh!
1: How do I play the "This Has Got to Stop" song right now? Because <laughs> that is just how dare you! You like Peeps? I do.
0: That is disgusting. What I mean, you... the, the, the okay. egg shaped Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Uh, Hold on. What boys, do you like boys. about a peep? Uh, it's just I like. This has got to stop. You finally figured out. Episode two hundred one. You figured out how to make it work. They um, yeah. They're disgusting. It's just it's 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 off-flavored marshmallows. That's fine. I mean, listen, you like char you like chocolate-covered marshmallow, so I do. I love it. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Um, anything else, Brian? I think uh, I think we've done some good work here today.
1: All right, listen. It's been a great show. We've had some laughs. We've 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 shed a few tears. This is this is just um, this is a beautiful thing. Um, episode two hundred one. They said we would we we'd never do it. We did it. Go Yankees. Go April. Um, uh, uh, keep powering through it, people. Life only gets better. You know right. there are uh, there's some rough moments, but when days are dark and life gets tougher, your real friends will be there to tell you that it will be okay to ask you if there's anything they can do. And your fake friends will stand from a distance to see if you make it.
0: I feel like you're reading from a celebrity's Instagram account quite possibly <laughs> all right well again uh, if you uh, are part of our patreon uh, you will be able to join us for after dark if not go to ron Uh click in the upper right hand corner uh, to look into becoming a patron and joining us each and every week otherwise how about we'll the back. show we will be back next Sunday Easter Sunday at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time Brian anything else before we roll out of here Love you, buddy. All right. Love you too, my friend. Uh, we will catch you all next week. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at
1: ronandbrianpodcast.com.